Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. Today, we are going to talk about food, food. <laughs> just funny in a podcast about food addiction that we're going to talk about food, but yeah. it is very important that we do address the fact that we do need it's, to eat. Yes, we do. I it's think the that I've heard drug you have to have a little bit right. of. Right. I've heard Bonnie say this all the time. I remember even back in the day, way before BLE, you would just make the comment about like mm-hmm. alcoholics can stop drinking, right. you know, drug addicts can stop taking drugs, but food addicts can't stop eating and you never yeah. use the word food addict but I, right. but in in essence um we can't stop eating uh mm-hmm. we have to eat to nourish our bodies like that mm-hmm. is very important to keep um to keep being alive so uh we are going to talk about um food and food prep and cooking and um going out to eat and eating with other people mm-hmm. and what that looks like as somebody who is a food addict and part of the Brightline community mm-hmm. and how we navigate um those. So uh <clears throat> Bonnie, do you want to start and talk about because you live with another BLEer, so I do. yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's a little bit different. So. Yeah. Um yeah, our food prep is actually really easy because we eat the same food, first of all. Um, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're doing BLE and other people in your family aren't, that's a whole next level. Uh, but food prep is a lot mm-hmm. easier. We actually um, are pretty boring with the food. Um, we pretty much eat the same breakfast every single day and the same lunch every single day. So it is not really necessary to write it down. Um, so we buy, we probably go to the grocery store twice a week. And we buy huge bags of every vegetable and every fruit. I always joke when I get to the line because the poor checker has to, you know, they're just checking all these vegetables. All the and it's codes. so weird. I, I, I eat every vegetable, you know, so it's like, you know, the, the rutabaga mm-hmm. and the whatever. And they're like, what is it? You know, and it's like, I feel really bad. It's like my, my, my basket is the checkout final exam or something <laughs> uh, for the checker. But, um, but you know, so we, 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 yeah, <laughs> we load up on all the vegetables we're going to need for, you know, for lunch and dinner and all the fruits we're going to need for breakfast and lunch for the week. And we really eat the same foods. We just swap out the meat, right. you know, we just rotate through the meats and we go every three months and we buy all of our meat from a butcher shop. And it's just prepackaged already in the weights that we want. I oh, mean, nice. I'm very lucky that we can afford to do that. That's right. child, if you're mm-hmm. on a budget, that's harder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I we but we but we save money by doing that because we're not buying it on the fly and nothing goes bad because we go we have a list we know what we're mm-hmm. gonna get and we get the same batches of meats and we put them in a deep freeze and so every night I you know, we just rotate through the meats. It's not even a decision. We don't say what are we gonna have tomorrow. It's like tomorrow's chicken night because mm-hmm. it's in the rotation. So we pull the chicken out and, you know, put it in the fridge for the next day. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's our food prep. And we, you know, a lot of people that are new to BLE or hearing about BLE and haven't taken the plunge yet mm-hmm. um, will say, oh, my gosh, that's so much work, all the cooking. Like, we just go out yeah. to eat. We don't have time for that. And I think back, like, when we used to eat out all the time, which we ate out for guys Every meal, every meal, every meal. I remember you used to say that it costs you guys less to eat out than to make the food. And I was like, no, it doesn't. That was a cop out. But what's interesting is we spend a lot of time 
driving to the restaurant, right. waiting. waiting. You're waiting on the waiter to come, and yep. you're waiting on the food to be made, and then you're waiting for the check, and you're waiting, and you're waiting. And you know what? Our food prep and actually preparing fresh food at dinner time does not take as long as yeah. that takes. And yeah. so we have come, again, because we're doing it together, it's kind of our time together when we cut the vegetables and make the food. Now, sometimes, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's working out of the house for the day, and I'm, you know, I'm also working, and then I, you know, I have to kind of prep in the morning or prep the night before, cut, the, cut all the veggies the night before mm-hmm. because I know I'm going to be short on time. So it has to be kind of planned. But, you know, we pretty much just slice and roast vegetables, and we roast meat. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. It really is. People don't need to be overwhelmed by the, the food prep. Yeah. So a, a good couple of knives, a good cutting board, scale. Yeah. Roasting pan. Yeah. I, well, scale is number one. That's the first thing yeah. you need to buy. Yeah. You buy nothing else when you, yeah, you'll need to do, scale. Yeah, you have to have the food scale. You know, we, we make the food in bulk, and we've gotten really good at figuring out pretty much how many broccolis, cauliflowers, right. and Brussels sprouts are going to end up being 10 ounces or however many right. you know, ounces of veggies we need. Um, we usually, for dinner, just mix salad and a hot vegetable. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, we can kind of eyeball roughly how it's going to come out. Then we then we fit, make the hot vegetables, we split them in two portions, weigh them out, and then we just have salad, mm-hmm. make salad to make up the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do do some air frying of some vegetables, yeah. um, which makes it a little sexier. you got to be careful with that, but mm-hmm. a little more interesting. And sometimes a little simpler because I'll have a meat in the oven and then I can have something in the air fryer. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's our meal prep. It's pretty straightforward. And it's just, I know some people really get into fun recipes. Like Megan Megan is a more adventurous cook than I am. And, mm-hmm. I mean, her mom has a whole site where they post fun recipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's my um, mom. Don't. It's not me. It's my <laughs> mom. <laughs> um, but we're pretty, uh, we're pretty basic in the cooking department. We get a little creative every now and then. But for the most mm-hmm. part, it's, a, it's pretty straightforward. Well, I think the thing is, is that the, it's, I think there's two schools of thought, right? It's some people really need that simple food. They need the, you know, simple food that maybe just has like some spices or whatever that's cooked Mm -hmm. in, you know, a spritz of oil or whatever the case might be. And other people really love cooking. Like they love the recipes. And my mom is one of those people. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast, like her love language is food. Like Mm -hmm. that is her love language. And thankfully now she speaks a really healthy love language Mm -hmm. of healthy BLE food. Um, and you know, no, no fault of her own. Like she's a wonderful cook. Um, but the reality is, is that if you like to cook and being told that you can't do your recipes and that kind of cooking anymore, I think that'd be really hard. So I think, I think, and then that was one of the things that when we first, um, when I first started BLE and I was talking to my mom because my mom started after I did is that I was like, there is nothing out there. Every other food program out there, you can go and you can Pinterest search, you know, the the name of the program, be it whatever keto or Atkins or whatever other program you're doing. And you can come up with a hundred gojillion recipes, BLE, nothing, not a big fat goose egg. And so Mm -hmm. I was, that was part of the reason why when her and I started talking about recipes and BLE ising things, Mm -hmm. it was like, let's, you know, let's create some recipes that are out there for people that are searchable when they're looking for bright line, um, recipes. So I will talk a little bit about my food strategy. Um, I have a little bit different situation. So I, you know, my spouse, um, has not been doing uh, BLE and then I have kids. So, you know, that's Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of people that are in that same situation as me. I also have another unique factor is that my spouse is our stay at home parent. And so I don't cook us dinner every night. And I understand that that is unusual, that a lot of people in this program are not in that situation, but I will tell you how we strategize our food. I take care of breakfast and lunch myself. um, And I, 
pretty much eat the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few, you know, swap outs that I do for lunch, but breakfast is generally always the same thing. Uh, but then dinner, um, you know, when I first started the program, I basically talked to my husband and I said, look, I just need a protein that's not, you know, been battered and fried mm -hmm. or anything like that. And a, and a cooked vegetable again, no flour, no sugar. Like he knew the, knew the, um, parameters. And so that's what he would make. He would make the protein and a vegetable for me. And then I would supplement with salad, kind of the same that mm -hmm. you guys do. And so it just really, you know, it was, it was easy. Um, I honestly think it improved the way he ate because he started eating that. Not that he wouldn't have something else that was non BLE, mm -hmm. you know, on, on the side, which is fine. I mean, and, and again, like for our kids, it's like, they're going to have the things that they're going to have, but that's not the food that I'm going to eat. And so you, you either do the, do the one thing sometimes that we do, which is you make two different meals. You make the meal for your kids, whatever they're going to eat. And right. then you make the meal for the adults or, you know, you make, you, everything's just simple and, you know, you make the, you make the big meal for everybody. And I think that's the one benefit of the recipes that I've heard people say, you know, that they make they can make, you know, the, the meatloaf, the not my mom's meatloaf, which my mom mm -hmm. adapted. Now it is my mom's meatloaf, oh, but, I love it. but that, you know, they can make that meatloaf recipe and their whole family will eat it. And so, yeah. you know, like, that's the other thing is that, um, you know, you got to make it work for the, the food prep, you need to make it work for your li lifestyle. And so I don't, I don't grocery shop like Bonnie does. We actually grocery shop at Costco in bulk. Cause like we go mm -hmm. through a lot, we mm -hmm. also go through a lot yeah, of fruit four and veggie, yeah, four people yeah. eating and you know, our kids that consume fruit, like it's going out of style. So, um, you know, I just, I always joke cause it's like half my cart is produce when I pull up at the yeah. Costco line. So we also buy, you know, we buy our meat in bulk because you know, we are uh, on a budget. And so we, you know, we just, you know, we make sure that we, we be as economical as we can be, mm -hmm. um, with it. But I think there's definitely ways, I mean, people talk about, this is the other thing and just kind of like touch on this topic that this is more expensive. Like people say that, Oh, this is so expensive to eat healthy. And it's like, okay, number one, your portion, your portion controlling. So I would, um, I would actually argue that if you're actually portion controlling the way that we are in BLE, it might actually be less expensive because you're going to measure stuff out and you're not going to waste as much food. Yeah. Right. I don't waste any yeah. food. Yeah. I mean, I think about all the times when I, I get on a jag and we're going to be healthy and I go buy a bunch of vegetables and stuff and they would rot in the refrigerator. Yeah. I don't throw any food away. I basically like we cook dinner and then meats and vegetables, whatever's left over, mm -hmm. that is part of my lunch the next day. That's yeah. just my plan. I yeah. add in carrot sticks and tomatoes for to fill in whatever right. vegetables yeah. don't come from the night before. Meat is usually left over from the night before. Yeah, that's it. I right. mean, I don't waste. And it's so. It's I used to waste a lot of food, but I'm gonna speak to that comment about the price because I will tell mm -hmm. you. Grocery prices have gone up. Oh, and yeah. you know what? Buying a giant bag of frozen chicken nuggets and frozen French fries or tater tots to feed your whole family yeah. is about five dollars. Buying fresh fruits and vegetables yeah. is more. It it's is true. more expensive to eat healthy. True. And and part of the movement in BLE, I hope over time, is going to be to work toward people that live in food deserts. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want this to be a meal plan that's just for privileged people that can afford right. better the, food. Right. Right. Because the reality is, super cheap food. Super low nutrient food is cheap, right? Yeah. And um, you can fill up on a bag of chips and cookies mm -hmm. and things like that that yeah. are not healthy. Sure, much more cheaply than buying, you know, fresh, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables. Fruits, particularly. I mean, my favorite apple, which is the Cosmic Crisp, which oh, is a new right. variety, right? In the winter, late winter, I went to buy them, and they were like 
$3.50 an apple. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. that's nuts. That's nuts. So yeah. there is a reality I want to acknowledge here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wasn't trying to be. And, and I've had, I've heard a criticism that, you know, BLE is for privileged, you know, privileged, yeah. privileged old white ladies. And I just mm-hmm. think, you know, the reality is we are talking about doing something that does cost more money and, and you have to get creative. Now I've seen people on sites, BLE sites talk about some food prep, like going to Costco, they get a giant bag of mixed frozen vegetables, right. you know, lay those out yep. and roast them for the week. And yep. so there are ways to do this, but sure. it, it takes more work. It takes some creativity. Yeah, it takes creativity. some creativity. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of planning. And planning. Well, and yeah. I think it takes planning anyway. Yeah. I think anyway you have to plan because mm-hmm. to have your refrigerator full of yeah. fruits and vegetables. And I think a lot of people supplement like frozen food. Fruit, mm-hmm. and, and oh, food yeah. Oh. And even Ten canned. ounce bags of mixed frozen vegetables yeah. is a lot of times and, on my menu. And I think even canned, you know, canned yeah. fruits and vegetables yep. are yep. okay. Like it's just no sugar, no yep. flour. It's not like you can't have... You can't have those things and you can't even find some convenience items that work, you know, that work Mm -hmm. within the program. It's just, you know, uh, I, I just think, I just think back in the day of like, yeah, when we would go to the store and we'd buy all this food and especially vegetables and you're like, oh, we're going to eat all this stuff. And then it would rot in the fridge because we would never use it. And we don't. And secret guys, it's because the vegetables didn't taste good back then. Yeah. Because your mouth was addicted to the sugar. And it's so interesting because I mean, my kids kind of, I feel so bad, right? Because I didn't find this till my kids are now young adults and they're like you mm-hmm. never made us eat vegetables uh-huh. and I'm like that's because we didn't eat vegetables you yeah. know we just didn't and and I didn't like the way they tasted and now I mm-hmm. love the way they taste so it's I just a too. weird thing and I promise you know if you if you can do this after about four weeks on this plan all the food tastes different all of the real food tastes delicious yeah and, and mm-hmm. if you accidentally have a bite of fake food it tastes gross yes it's very interesting but yeah. anyway i digress no yeah. no no that's totally yeah fine. but that that piece about the vegetables rotting in the in the refrigerator oh, oh, right so many I, times. I always joke about you know how's your emotional support cucumber you know yeah. rotting rotting in the fridge <laughs> yeah Right, it's the, it's that cucumber that we all swore we were going to eat it back yeah. before we started on the BLE thing, and and when you're planning your food, right? When you're planning your meal prep and you're planning out your meals for the week, you won't waste it because you're right. going to eat it. And I mean, part of the deal is, and the reason that you know they talk about writing your food down the night before is because it, it eliminates that emotional food choice about what you want, yeah. and right. it just becomes. All right, it's just dinner, and I plan to eat this. Yeah. This is what I'm going to eat, and it's not a drama mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. is it going to be the most delicious thing I've ever eaten, or is it going to fill my dopamine, you know, right. receptors or whatever. It's just like right. that's what I'm eating tonight, you know. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. it makes it easier too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that also um, there are you know people do batch cooking. There's a lot of people that do. They yeah. call, them, call themselves the food factories, which I think is super cute. <laughs> yeah, um, that do you know basically weekly food prep. They, yeah, you Google know. BLE weekly food prep, and you'll find some really fun videos. Yeah, of people yeah. like spreading out on their counter. And there's lots right. of videos, yeah. and you know there's lots right. of recipe ideas. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple of cookbooks. You know, there's there's some mm-hmm. there's some resources out there, but um, that's another way to help you know save yeah. money if money is mm-hmm. an issue um, is by batch cooking and batch preparing things. So. Uh, we also wanted to talk about eating out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the pitfalls and maybe successes of that. And the first thing I will say is it is highly recommended when you first start the program that you don't eat out for a while, if you can Mm -hmm. avoid it. Um, you know, Susan says 30 days and yeah, I I don't, I mean, I don't know that there's a prescribed amount. She says 30 days. I don't think I ate out for a little, because again, I had been an Mm -hmm. eat out all the time and I definitely got my dopamine hit from, NMD as well as NMF, um, Mm -hmm. going out to eat was my thing. Mm -hmm. I've had a hard day. I deserve these things. right? Right. So we avoided it for quite a while. 
And by the time we did, I will tell you, you know, of multiple restaurants that I have in my little town, there's really only two and there's only one thing I would eat at each one yeah. that really are BLE, fully BLE compliant. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be like a big salad yep. and mm-hmm. steamed vegetables. And, 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 and I don't really like doing it anymore. Cause you know what? I make a really good salad because yeah. yeah. I have so many different vegetables yeah. here. And so it's kind of like, it used to be the dopamine hit of the century for me to go out mm-hmm. to eat. I just, you know, it was the thing at the end of the day that just, you know, really hit it for me. And now it's like, I'm like, you know, if friends want to go out to eat around. It's like, all right, I guess we can go out to mm-hmm. eat, but it's just, since I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I enjoy the food I make at home, you know, once you eliminate all the food, that's not really food that used mm-hmm. to give you a dopamine hit the stuff you're going to eat is just not that great. So yeah. mm-hmm. I will tell you that's kind of a sad part of it, but, uh, yeah. but I have had, there are a couple of restaurants that have really good. There is one restaurant that's like a really good salad mm-hmm. and they have like a roasted, um, you know, like a roast up, oh, sorry, sprinkles is upset, a roasted meat appetizer kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. I'm able to get kind of the protein I need on my salad. Plus that, mm-hmm. plus the veggie and it. They give you like a salad that's in a huge bowl yeah. and that works. But, um, yeah, you need to be careful at first that you're not going to be triggered to cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to probably not go to restaurants that might have had a particular food that you know is going to yeah. really tempt mm-hmm. you. And it's like, oh, when I go to that place, you mm-hmm. know, that I always had the whatever. Right. Um, and then you need to be careful about um, when you're eating out with others um, uh, because they're the going to eat what they eat. food pusher people. There's the food pusher. And then there's also the, I don't want the fact that I'm not eating those things to make right. someone else feel like they mm-hmm. can't eat those things. Mm-hmm. Right. So, by the time I did go out to eat, I was very solid in my food. I wasn't, it, I wasn't tempted or triggered by what was mm-hmm. at the restaurant. And I was able to say, oh, I don't have that. But, oh, my gosh, that lo- I, you know, I'm not actually even feeling it anymore. I'm like, oh, that looks delicious. And, you know, mm, that looks mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. just help them feel comfortable because I don't want people to feel weird, like, you know, to feel that I don't want them to feel like they're going to trigger me. Right. right. Like, I don't want it's kind of like if you were a recovering alcoholic. Yes and your friends know you are, they're going to tend to not drink around you, mm-hmm. and um, which is wonderful and kind. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't want people to feel that way about their food. Like it's a very personal choice that we're making right. to not eat sugar or flour. And I don't want people to feel um, that they can't have those things if that's not their sure. journey. Yeah. I do want to also say though, that as you develop this identity of a bright lifer, that you have to be willing to advocate for yourself. So even in a restaurant, because the reality is, is that you don't know the answer until you ask Mm -hmm. first and foremost, Mm -hmm. and that you might not see something that you think that you need on a menu, but that if you talk to somebody that you might be able to get that thing. And I will be, tell you, I'm, I'm amazed at how many things I'm like, well, can you do this instead of this? And they're like, of course, you know? And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, like, can I get cauliflower rice instead of regular Mm -hmm. rice? Like that sort of a thing. Or can you not put like a pound of butter on top of the right. right. Yeah. I mean, there's, and I think yeah. just, you know, being an advocate for yourself, knowing that this is the way you eat and having this identity is really, um, you know, really an important factor in all this. And just understanding that, um, if you're going to pay for a meal, you know, yeah. that you need to get what you, you know, you need to get what you want. And I don't think, you know, to me, it's like, I don't go out to eat near as much as I used to yeah. for sure. Because mm-hmm. again, I totally agree with Bonnie. It's not as enjoyable of an experience. Right. And a lot of times, um, you know, <laughs> My mastermind group and I joke about this, but it's like all the, we only get food three times a day. So we want it to be good. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't want it to not be good. And you don't want to go to a restaurant where you don't have control everything of yeah. everything mm-hmm. and then get a bad meal. And then you're like, well, that's it. That I was paid my for dinner. That. Well, yeah. not even I paid mm-hmm. for that, but that's mm-hmm. my dinner. Yeah. Like there's no mm-hmm. more food after yeah, this, yeah, no yeah. matter mm-hmm. what. So I think that that's another thing to really um, consider and be mindful of is, uh, yeah, going to place, finding, you know, finding some restaurants. If you do like to go out to eat or if that's something that is part of your life or mm-hmm. social, 
finding restaurants that have what you need, but then, you know, you can, I'm kind of the same way. Like there's a few restaurants I go to, they have some really good go-to stuff mm-hmm. that I'm like, yep, I know I can go there. I know I can get this. I know it's going to be good. But other than that, yeah, going to, and, and also I will say when you're new to this and you're starting rush going out to restaurants, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's a whole module on the boot camp about this, about like how to do that, how to navigate that. Yeah. But look at the menu before you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. It's like, it, it will make your life so much easier. And I think that there is so many pitfalls to making a decision in the mm-hmm. moment. Oh, yeah. So like, well, but I think, you it know, it goes back to when we talked about, you know, um, having your emergency action plan. Yeah. Right? Yes. Don't just show up at a restaurant. I'm like, I'm just going to figure this out. Right. Well, but I just think even <laughs> perusing the menu can be triggering. Yeah. And so like, that's the thing is that like, you need to know yourself well yeah. enough that, um, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, I always try and look at the menu before I go just because I want to know what yeah. my options sure. are and how I can navigate that. And then, and then in that moment, you know, like I can just, I can just live with that decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that, you know, it's, it's definitely workable. You can make eating out part of, you know, bright line mm-hmm. eating, yeah. but you know, I think planning and prep is still, you know, still has to be part of it. So, and one thing that you were talking about, right. The willingness to ask your wait staff, you know, can, can I trade out this instead of that? And I'm thinking of the times that we've all gone out to eat together we've never had a situation where the wait staff has, has seemed to feel like we were bothering them yeah. by mm-hmm. asking for, they've always been so gracious about wanting to figure out what is it that we want or yeah, don't most want. Most restaurants are very sensitive food yeah. allergies. And if you don't want to, you don't have to say I'm on this weird food. Right. Plan, you know, I usually just say, you know, I have some food sensitivities and do you have this? <laughs> sure. I actually am <laughs> allergic to milk protein. So right. it's kind of dramatic for me on that department. We went out for my birthday and I remember saying, I don't, I think she put the, bread down on the table and I was like no go ahead take that away because right. my husband and I had already talked about it and he was like we don't need he's like I don't need it we can just not right. even put it on the table mm-hmm. and she was like oh are you allergic and I was like no but and I was like do I really need to go into oh, this right. with the waitress right, 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 right. and I did I said I'm not eating flour or sugar and she's like I know no what? flour or sugar yes yeah. no flour or sugar <laughs> it's like yeah. that my big fat Greek wedding no meat it's okay right. I make yeah. that yeah. I make them. Yeah. I make them. <laughs> oh. You oh, can't have that. I'll bring you the. I'll bring you the the wheat bread. <laughs> the wheat, then. Yeah, right, right, exactly. right. So um, yeah, I think that that's yeah. I agree. Like, there's no need to. You don't. You don't. There's enough people that eat. Right. I mean, and I guess we're also very fortunate because we live where we live, like on the West Coast, where mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, people's, you know, there's a lot of people who eat vegetarian and sure. vegan. There's more acceptance free. of people there's, with yeah. food issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying other places are not, don't hear me wrong. I grew up in the Midwest guys. So mm-hmm. like, I'm, you know, I get it, but I just feel like here there's a lot, I feel like there's more options. Um, yeah. and that people are more accepting of, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's just not something I eat or whatever right. the case might be. And there's right. no, you don't have to do much explaining. Yeah. It's just like, nope, that's no not. is a complete sentence. It is a complete sentence. Absolutely. That's a great wisdom bomb to drop. Mm-hmm. On. Yeah. That is a great wisdom. <laughs> you can ever, Bears repeating. Go ahead, Robin. No is a complete sentence. All I have to say is no, thank you. I don't eat that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Any other thoughts about food prep? Any other things that you feel like have come up in your program or... I think planning is the big, the biggest thing. Yeah, plan ahead. Think about your budget. I get it. Food's expensive. So like Megan mentioned, there is not you don't have to have fresh raw vegetables to start with. Canned mm-hmm. is fine. Frozen mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. Buy in bulk is fine. Yeah. I have like, I'll buy large bags of mixed vegetables and I just cut a hole, dump out what I need and put a rubber band on the rest yep. and come back to that well whenever I need to. Yeah. I have, you know, 
if I've made a plan and then something has gone wrong, yeah. like we forgot to go to the grocery store or whatever, again, I have that reserve of mixed frozen vegetables. I yeah. also, when we cook in bulk in our meats, I will frequently set aside a portion of meat. I pre-weigh it yeah. and I label it for like mm -hmm. today I had lunch, four ounces of brisket. Yeah. And so I just put that in the freezer. And so when I have a day where I'm like, oh my gosh, I... I, um, I didn't plan last night or right. I made a plan, but I didn't realize we didn't have that. Right, right. I just have stuff pre-weighed and measured. I can just pull it out and in five minutes I've got lunch. I so was, an emergency food plan. Yeah, well, an emergency food plan. And I will say like there has been, I, I think that there's been twice since, and so I've been doing this for like nine mm -hmm. months now. There's been twice when it was like, I didn't, something went awry. Yeah. Right. And I, after the first time I was like, okay, I'm never going to have this happen again. Mm -hmm. So I made sure I had some things that were like shelf stable things that yeah. I could pull out, yeah. especially protein. Cause I think that's the hardest thing. Like, I mean, normally mm -hmm. like, yeah, with vegetables and fruit, like yep. cans or frozen mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think also thinking about some like, you know, some, some shelf stable protein yeah. items. My sister does those, yeah. uh, roasted salted dried edamame yeah. in a bag. And that's just like, oh. you know, if you've got to go run yeah. errands, like for us, we live remotely. So if we're going to go run errands, it's a, it's an event. It's a, it's a and trip. so we, and we might get stuck away from home for a while. And mm -hmm. so. I have had it happen. Like uh, I went to go uh, pick up somebody from the airport their flight was delayed mm -hmm. and I was planning on getting them, getting back and having my meal. Mm -hmm. And now I'm stuck mm -hmm. um, in an area where there's only fast food. And I literally just found the closest grocery store, went into the deli, got some fresh deli meat, bought an apple right. and a bag of carrots. And that was my lunch. Yeah, like right. you don't have to, you know, but like Megan said, like planning ahead, having some emergency protein, like mm -hmm. you're going to travel, you're going to, you yeah. know, whatever. I mean, I know a lot of people that travel yeah. with like, and we can know, have a whole discussion, jet. probably a whole nother right. podcast on travel, on travel right? for sure. But yeah. Bottom yeah. line is be, be as prepared as you yeah, can, be prepared. Mm -hmm. um, but don't feel overwhelmed by food prep. Don't feel overwhelmed by the time it takes to cook because yeah. trust me, it takes less time to cook a fresh yep. meal than it does to drive to a restaurant, wait to be served, eat, and then wait for your yep. check and then drive home. And I think whatever makes sense for your life, like that's the other thing that it's, there is no prescribed way yeah. to do this other mm -hmm. than no sugar, no flour, three mm -hmm. weighed portions, you know, weighed meal portions a right. day. Like that right. is the, the prescri this prescription to the BLE right. plan. Um, mm -hmm. There is no other, as far as like, you know, what you eat, how you eat it, how you prepare it, all those things, um, that has to make sense for your lifestyle. And I think mm -hmm. that that's the beauty of Brightline eating is that it can make sense for your lifestyle. I don't do it the same way that Bonnie does yeah, it. Right. Um, and that's because our life lifestyles are different yep. and, that, and that's fine. And I think that we just, and the things that trigger us are different and absolutely are right. All those things. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Well, I think that uh, that is our episode for today on food. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.